Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Tuesday, the 1st of August, 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the Reserve Bank left the official cash rate on hold today at 4.1%, saying the previous rate increases were doing enough, for the time being at least, and the central bank wants to wait and see what's happening to inflation and the rest of the economy. It triggered a sharp jump in the S&P ASX 200, though by the end of the day, it had come back somewhat. In the end, it closed up half a percent to 7,451 points. Among the large caps, BHP, Macquarie Group, Fortescue Metals, West Farmers, Woolies and Wystech Global all closed around 1% higher. Telstra, Rio Tinto and Commonwealth Bank were among the few large caps to end the day lower. The gold stocks did particularly well with market leader Newcrest mining up 1.6%. Now, Commonwealth Bank closed lower. There is a reason for that. It said it will recognise a $212 million loss related to the transition of Bank West business portfolio to the mainline Commonwealth Bank brand and costs associated with a one-off levy for the compensation scheme of last resort implemented by Parliament in June. Shares in retailer Adairs jumped 6% after the bedding and linen company said it will take back operational control of its national distribution centre from DHL supply chain and lithium miner Patriot Battery Metals share price jumped 10% after US lithium giant Albemarle took a 6.4% interest in the company. Now, Patriot's share price is up 125% this year. Story number two, in politics today, the voice referendum kicked off question time with Prime Minister Anthony Albanese saying the proposal for an Indigenous voice to Parliament provides Australians with a clear proposition to recognise First Nations people in the Constitution. Albanese had been asked by opposition leader Peter Dutton whether he'd been dishonest when saying the voice was unrelated to treaty. Outside Parliament, Albanese claimed UNESCO's draft decision on the Great Barrier Reef overnight, whereby it stopped short of declaring the reef as being in danger as a win for the Labor government. The National Anti-Corruption Watchdog says it's appreciative of the high level of interest it's attracted in its first month of operations, saying it has received 541 referrals already. And former Prime Minister Scott Morrison has been blasted by Labor alumni over his comments yesterday in which he claimed that the robo-debt Royal Commission findings made against him by the Commission were disproportionate, wrong and unsubstantiated. Story number three, TPG Telecom went into a trading halt today after a media report that it was negotiating a multi-billion dollar sale and leaseback of its non-mobile fibre assets with rival Focus. TPG has a stack of debt, about $6.2 billion. The company itself is worth $9.3 billion. Its share price hadn't done much today, and then the Financial Review reported the deal. In 16 minutes, TPG's share price jumped 8% before going into a trading halt. Macquarie Asset Management and Aware Server own Vocus Group, and the report says if the deal's done, TPG will pay down debt. Story number four, Australia's largest beef group, AACO, has finally responded to the indictment of UK billionaire and major shareholder Joe Lewis in the US a week ago. In a statement to the ASX, AACO said the indictment alleged that a board member employed by Tavistock, which is the company owned by Lewis that owns AACO, informed Lewis that losses to the company were material. Now, AACO said inquiries have been made of the two relevant board members and they deny sharing information with Tavistock or Lewis. 86-year-old Lewis, the billionaire real estate investor and owner of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, has been charged over multiple alleged instances of insider trading 
by U.S. prosecutors. And finally, story number five, Rare Earths company Linus today said it will now receive close to $400 million from the U.S. government, double the original amount, to build a refinery in Texas. The Biden government is pushing to make the U.S. less reliant on China, and part of that is to secure supplies of rare earths, which are used in wind turbines, automobiles, things like that. The U.S. Defense Department will now contribute $258 million U.S. dollars it's almost 400 million Aussie, towards the construction of Linus's heavy rare earths refinery to reimburse it for costs. It's the second upping of support. Initially, Linus said it would receive 30 million US. Then it was increased to 120 million US dollars. Now, 258 million US dollars. Linus's share price rose 3% today. That's it for the afternoon report for Tuesday, the 1st of August, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Wednesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.